Sports Talk Chicago. Here for John Zaglul, John Meadows directing and producing last segment of today's program. A big shout out and thank you to all of our great affiliates. 98.3 The Live, WKAN, 105.5 The Ticket, HCTV, JetTV, WJOB, and City's 92.9 Talk FM. Great to be on with all of them. Great to be here with all of you for the last segment. If you missed any of this show, we had a couple of Bears heavy segments. You could go to sportstalkchicago.com to podcast it. Go to any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You could also watch this show on YouTube. Subscribe at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit the like button. We are nearing 20,000 subscribers. Every single subscription matters and counts. And we're certainly appreciative to all of you for being such great supporters here on this program. We go from one mediocre team to another. Well, at least the Bears have some upside. The Bulls really don't. And that's what we're going to be talking about here in our final segment. So the Bulls are 24 and 27. They just completed a pretty impressive comeback as of late. They came back from 31 down to beat Minnesota at home. They won 129, 123, but NBA trade deadlines coming up. Reports have indicated that the Bulls may just run it back and stick with who they have today. I don't want to break it to the Bulls. I'm sure Arturis Karnaschobis knows this, but in case he doesn't, I'll break the news to him now here on the show. They're 24 and 27. They're ninth in the Eastern Conference. They're 25th in points per game, and they're 11th in defense. They're three games under 500. They're in the ninth seed, and that's with DeMar DeRozan and Kobe White, Zach Levine in limited form, Nikola Vucevic and Patrick Williams, and oh yeah, Alex Caruso. That's where they stand here today. Now, Kobe White's had a breakout season, and I have no issue with criticizing him. He's only 23 years old. This is not a Kobe White critique hour, but this team is old. This team is aging. This is what they're doing. And for some reason, according to reports again, Arturis Karnaschobis wants to stick with this team. Let's run it back and keep it going. ha, ha, ha. Let's keep going with this crew that is literally beyond mediocre. They're under 500. They aren't performing. And they have significant issues as they enter the trade deadline. Now, I did see a report today. They're being smart, at least in this capacity. Andre Drummond, who is not even starting with this team, but has done a really good job in limited time. He has 431 rebounds in 827 minutes. I mean, that's impressive. There are reports that Andre Drummond may actually fetch a first-round pick, which I think is a great move. Similar to the Justin Fields discussion we just had, Andre Drummond for a first-round pick, no-brainer, goodbye Andre Drummond. But overall, Arturis Konischobis does not want to depart with this group. He feels that this team is good enough to do something, I guess. I don't know what he thinks they're going to do, but in his opinion, do something. Maybe make the playoffs, make the play-in tournament at least, and see where it goes from there. Kind of sounds like the Bulls are just going, oh, I guess we'll see what happens. Let's just keep it going. Um, throw their hands up in the air, wondering what's going to be going on. I don't understand that philosophy. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Gar Pax, right? For years, Gar Foreman, John Paxson, they would be criticized to a T to the point where they couldn't even do interviews. They couldn't even be seen out in public because people were harassing them left and right about the demise of Chicago, and the demise of this organization, the Bulls. And yet here we are today, new executive Arturo's car to and they're doing the exact same thing. I'm whispering because it's a secret, but really it isn't. They're doing the exact same thing. I mean, this team has done nothing since Arturo's took over. 
Actually, it's been pretty much the same old, same old. Right? Our terrorists took over during the COVID season. They went 31 and 41. They should have done much better than that. They had a late season collapse. 21 22, they went 46 and 36. That was their best year. Then back to 40 and 42. And now this year, they're 24 and 27. There's been no improvement whatsoever. Now you're in a situation where you have aging veterans that you're still paying, like DeMar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic and Zach Levine. This is the core that you decided to invest serious money in. And I hate to break it to our tourists and company, but they're not performing. You invested money into players who have names who are not performing. This is as if the Cubs stuck with Javier Baez, Chris Bryant, and Anthony Rizzo. And as many of you recall, those 2018, 2019, 2020 seasons were horrendous for the Cubs. They didn't make the playoffs some of those years. Unfortunately, Jen Hoyer stepped in and said, no, we're done. But for those three years, they invested time and resources into that core because they were recognizable, because they were fan favorites, because they won them a World Series at one point. Well, guess what? They were past their primes, and Jed Hoyer said, enough's enough, we're done. When are the Bulls going to say enough's enough? When are they going to say it's time to move on from this core, to start fresh, and to tear it down and build it back up? And I know Bulls fans don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it. I'm sick of the Bulls rebuilding. They've been rebuilding for 25 years. But something's got to give here because this core ain't it. And I'll tell you what. The cores that were actually assembled by somebody like John Paxson and Gar Foreman were better. I'm, and I don't want to sit here and play revisionist history and, and help out and, and uplift people like that because they had their flaws, they had their issues. There's no doubt about that. Near the end, it got ugly, right, with the whole Fred Hoiberg thing and then Jim Boylan. I mean, that was a disaster. But early on, they hit gold with some of their teams that they put together. The Baby Bulls, right? Ben Gordon, Kirk Heinrich, Lou Altang. That was a competitive team. They were winning. They were in the playoffs every single year, back when it was only eight teams. Even the two years with Vinny Del Negro, the Bulls went 41-41 and both years, made the playoffs. Derrick Rose went out of the scene with Tom Thibodeau. They did great. And even after Tibbs, they were still competitive. At the end of Fred Hoiberg, they fell off, but even up until that point, they were competitive. For that 10-year stretch. They were making the playoffs every single year, to their credit. I know you don't want to hear that about Pax and Gar and all them, but I counter with this. What is Arturis Karnaschobis done? What is his era going to be defined as? How do we define what he's done in his four years in Chicago? There's been, what, two playoff appearances, one that didn't really count because it was the play-in tournament. I don't count that as a playoff appearance. And the other was a legitimate one where they went 46 and 36, but should have been much better, but they collapsed near the end of the season. I mean, how do we justify or how do we compile and look at and judge his era as the Bulls executive? And I'll tell you what, I'm not impressed. For all the crap that Gar Pax got, they at least put up results for about 10 years. Then it got bad. Then it was bad. But Arturis has won only 46 games in one season. That's his high. Gar Pax was doing that without Derrick Rose. When Derrick Rose got hurt, people were saying they should be fired because Rose got hurt and now they can't do anything. And here we are today, and they've got a bunch of aging stars who really aren't even stars anymore, who are not performing, or not performing together, at least, and working together as a team to win. They choose to do nothing at the trade deadline. They choose to stick with what they have. I don't like that. Don't like that. Arturis Karnaschobis 
has to look at this team objectively and consider what they are. And here's what's funny about Arturis. You all recall when he started, he got rid of everybody that was connected to Gar Pax. Not kidding. There's only one player who's connected to Gar Pax who's still on this team. It's Kobe White. I'm not joking. Everybody was gone. And Zach Levine's still here, I guess, too. You could count Zach Levine, but everybody's gone. And I remember when they took over. This was during COVID. They were t- they were tearing the team apart. And I, cr- I was like, yes, yes, this is what you should be doing. Out with the old and with the new. Get rid of all these guys who are here because Gar Pax brought them in. Bring in fresh life. Make this team your own. That's your job. Yet now here we are, and now all of a sudden Arturis is taking the Gar Pax approach of these are my guys, I don't want to get rid of them. Well, you came in with the approach of I don't care who you are. If you don't perform, get the hell out. Now, all of a sudden, it's switched. Now it's, these are my guys. I can't get rid of them. We're not going to make any moves. We're going to be conservative. Conservative? You're three games under. You're in the nine spot. You're not doing anything. It is time to blow this team up. And it is time to move on. Whether you like it or not, Arturis and company. It's time to move on. This is not the situation that you want to be in. And I'm honestly surprised that as we sit here today, the Bulls have no plans for this deadline. No plans to get rid of people that they currently have. No plans to, I guess, move on from what their mediocrity has been. And no plans to look towards the future because if they were going to look towards the future, they'd get rid of their veterans and stack up draft picks. They're not even doing that. They're sticking with what they have. They're sticking with... Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic and DeMar DeRozan. It's frankly a boring combination. And that's not, it's not a slight towards any of them individually. They're all individually talented basketball players. But as a group, they're just boring. They don't win. They are just kind of names like B, you know, maybe, uh, you know, like a 1A, 1B sort of names. Individually, they perform well. As a group, they perform like crap, and they're just kind of sticking with them, maybe for fan appeal, right, to, to keep butts in seats because they're recognizable names. That's not what winning is all about. That's not what competitiveness is all about. I implore Chicago, the Bulls, if they're listening to this program, to think outside the box. Arturis Karnaschelbis should not be taking the lead or taking the strategy that Garpax took. Because the strategy that Garpax took got them fired. And the strategy that they took had them win nothing. Zero. They won for 10 years, then they stopped winning, then eventually they were fired. Why is Arturis doing the same thing that they did? I don't get it. And I don't support it. This Bulls team needs a teardown and a rebuild. They need a rebrand. Frankly, they need more than a retool even. They need a full-on hardcore rebuild. This is not where they should be right now. This is not what they should be doing. I implore them to do something different. Break the mold this time. Don't be doing what you've always been doing because that's just familiar business. Do something that's going to win you championships in the future because right now this team is not close to a championship. They weren't close to the in-season tournament, the NBA Cup, and they're certainly not close to an NBA Finals appearance or victory. They have a long way to go. 
this team needs to change, and I hope that they do something this time around in the NBA trade deadline. On that note, that's going to do it for us here today. Appreciate everybody for hanging out with us and tuning in. Big shout-out to Michael H., who gave us a donation here on YouTube, $10. Really appreciate that, my friend. We uh, we enjoyed today's program. You can follow us everywhere at Sports Talk Chicago. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well at Sports Talk Chicago. Hit the like button. And a big shout-out to all of our great radio and TV affiliates once more. They do a great job of airing our show every week. 98.3 The Life, WKAN, 105.5 The Ticket, ACTV, JETTV, WJOB, and Cities, 92.9 Talk FM. We enjoy everybody hanging out. Big thank you to John Meadows directing and producing. Thank you to all of you. We will see you next week. But until next time, so long.